Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, welcome to the Brooker Review Podcast. This is Craig. Joining me today is Vince and Scott. How are you guys doing? Hey, guys. Pretty hey, good. Scotty. Is, uh, is hey. Chad on? I thought he was going to be on for this uh, playoff episode. Mm, I think he's waiting for the World Series one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, he's the- got a lot kind of eyes. Kind of building out that, uh, that expectation. It's it's uh, it's gonna be exciting when he gets back on. Yeah, well, the Brewers have to do their part. I mean, that's what what we're going for here. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, congratulations to the Milwaukee Brewers, the 2021 um, NL Central champions. We actually wrapped up. That last uh, a week ago Sunday against the Mets uh, after we swept them luckily um, and wrapped up the division with a week to go. Um, so the rest of the NL field is set. Um, I guess let's first talk about how the Brewers finished the season uh, and what are your overall thoughts on the season. Then I guess how the season kind of finished here for the Brew Crew. I mean, it was a pretty monumental year for for the team uh we didn't quite you know finish out the the, the last week of the season probably as, as strongly as we all would have liked um i know that the brewers finished one win short of tying a franchise record in in terms of number of wins uh, on the season but you know i think that it's important that as fans you kind of step back and take a look at the overall product and um it's it's really been a fun team to watch all season it's been a remarkable ride uh especially since the Willie Adams trade in May. And I think, that it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's something to be said for, for turning it back on for the playoffs. This team has stepped up in, in big games before. So, um, you know, I think there are some valid questions maybe about uh, a, a few parts of the offense, but I think the pitching staff can compete with anybody, particularly in the early rounds of the playoffs in a best of five scenario. Yeah, it's definitely um... – it's a great team. It's a great year. Um, you know, since we started doing this in podcast form anyway, um, it's four years in a row that the Brewers have made the playoffs. I almost feel obligated to keep doing it at this point, but yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing team. Things really worked out. I actually think that um, if we hadn't basically run away with the division, I think we probably could have pushed it and been a hundred win team but there really was no reason to do it. I mean, let's be honest. We probably could have won 110, 120, 130 games probably this year. But, um, you know, um, there was really no need to. So we just uh, did what we could. Um, I also want to thank Stearns and and company. I guess, you know, he's not even GM anymore. But, you know, um, I think early in the year, I had said something like, Burns was saying he wanted to build this into a hundred win team. And I just don't see this as a hundred win team. So maybe we should have done more this off season or something like that. But during the season, we were actually quite busy. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think this actually is, even though they didn't necessarily win a hundred games, I think they, um, they were just as good as just about any other hundred win team in history. So um, I have to tip my cap to them. 
obviously he was listening to our podcast and he decided to make some moves. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't, it's not like we helped make the Brewers, you know, this amazing team. I mean, we helped a little bit, but we can't take much of the credit. Very little, like maybe 30%. Yeah, I talked to Stearns in St. Louis this past week as well, actually, and I told him, you know, you're welcome. And he, he seemed to understand, and he kind of laughed a little bit, and, and you know, he, he seemed appreciative. So uh, that was nice. That's good. It's, uh, did you ask him about my um, um, my my resume? I, I had applied for a position there. I was still waiting. No, I asked him yet. about I asked him about our press passes that Craig was supposed to line up for me at Bush Stadium, and I I went to the you know gate two where you're supposed to go to get that stuff in St. Louis, and they said that they quote have never heard of us, so I I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, well, <laughs> Cardinals fans, their heads are so far up their own ass. How are they supposed to know what's going on in the real world? Well, right. I mean, we don't know anything, but you know, again, it's uh, I, I'm sure it was just some sort of miscommunication. <laughs> so you had the uh during the last after the Brewers had clinched the Brewers still had six games remaining against uh on the road against Cardinals and the Dodgers and uh, I guess the Brewers took a little bit of an unconventional uh, approach to coming into the postseason by really resting their big three pitchers whereas other teams like the Dodgers and the White Sox well there was still some uh stuff to play for but I mean they really did um <clears throat> have their pitchers go all the way to the end here. So I know that this is a, you know, following a pandemic year of 2020 or whatnot, um, you know, we were very concerned with like the innings pitched for our, our pictures, even more so with other clubs, it seems, but I hope that doesn't come back to bite us in the playoffs. Uh, I hope it's, it, it does the opposite of that. Cause I think that's maybe why, why they went with that strategy, but I, I, I kind of disagreed uh, with it myself, but Hopefully, I guess the most important thing is that all of our pictures and all of our players really are entering the postseason healthy, and that's really all you can ask for. I mean, no one did anything stupid, like threw their arm out or, you know, pitched excessively innings or anything like that. So I'm, that's, I think, the thing that we can really be grateful for. Is that- well, well, Craig, we got to talk about Devin Williams then, though, right? Oh, what? What, what do you do? Mm. Uh oh. What's going on? Well, I I heard from our anonymous source that Devin was uh, well, he was at some sort of festival or gathering, and it may have even been at our anonymous source Tom Carter's house. I don't know, but he got angry, and um, there was some sort of altercation with a wall um that occurred. And well, Devin, I'm sure he wouldn't no. he wouldn't have done, done anything with his pitching hand, though, right? I mean. Maybe. I mean, Scott, you you were on the kick scene the, too. What 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 happened? You kick a wall or um, something? Well, it's like yeah, it's broken. His hand, not the wall. No word yet on what the condition of the wall is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it originally it originally came out that he was so happy that that we won that he punched something, and I thought, oh, that's kind of weird because I don't do a lot of like punching things out of you know jubilation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but everybody's different, you know. I I can appreciate that. Um, I mean, after seeing him celebrating in the locker room um, when we won the division, uh, I mean, the guy likes to party, man. 
Uh, oh, man. I mean, right, well, okay, but in all seriousness, I know we're, this this episode is kind of lighthearted. We're celebrating, you know, because we, of course, didn't make the playoffs. But in all seriousness, uh, what are your thoughts on how this is going to affect the team, you know, as we advance, hopefully advance, in, in later rounds of the playoffs? And, um, you know, I, I know that we've talked for, all well, the last two seasons about – how one of the Brewers' big strengths is the back end of our bullpen. Josh Hader, obviously, in the ninth, and Devin Williams in the eighth. And I, I don't know that we have anybody that's going to be able to step into Devin's shoes uh, completely. I mean, so those are my thoughts, is that it really does throw off kind of this routine and the cycle that we had had through much of the year. Now, Devin did have an injury uh, prior uh, to this during the season, so, you know, he had missed a little time. But it just seems like such a reliable one-two punch in the eighth and ninth innings. What are your, what are your guys' thoughts? No, well, it's huge, I mean, it's a huge blow. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. No, Scott, it's all you. Well, all right. Well, okay. All our fans are going to listen to us being so polite here. All right. Sorry about that. No, um, <laughs> I, I mean, guys, you forget, you know, we, we're only going to use probably three or four starters. So that means like it's very possible that someone like Hauser or Lauer is going to be able to step into. Um, yeah a greater contribution in the back end of that bullpen. Uh, not only that, but like, obviously um, Aaron Ashby has really stepped up and he, he has been um, a lot better than I thought he would in his rookie campaign. So I'm really impressed with him. So I think that he's going to be able to shoulder some of that load. And then I obviously, I know I don't want to say too much about it, but um, it's very possible that Brett Anderson is going to be the guy step in. Well, we'll need a mop up guy. I don't know. Well, just like, just like, you know, and he might be the guy that steps up too. I mean, we, we saw that with Wade Miley in 2018 and Jordan Lyles. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's that yeah. fun guy on the pitching staff and Craig has been the guy to call this from the beginning. You know, he's, he's kind of talked us, you know, into believing in these guys when, when you and I, Scott, were not necessarily on board and, you know, he's proven right. He could be our Gio Gonzalez or yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, it, the back of our bullpen, like you guys said, the, the one, two punch of Devin Williams and Josh Hader was like, uh, unlike anything else, anyone in the majors had to offer. And when you compare that with our three emerging young aces, uh, all of them probably will receive Cy Young of votes. I'm guessing of some sort, uh, if not, one of them actually winning it and you i mean that would have been a deadly combination entering 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 the playoffs with our as you point out scott revamped offense over the course of the season and so it it just takes away from that with that being said like you said like you guys are pointing out that in a short playoff series those guys that we're not going to need as starters that have been really effective this year eric lauer adrian hauser aaron ashby the uh, and then not only that, but the bullpen guys that have emerged from us via both trade and even, you know, off the waiver wire, guys like Jake Cousins, Hunter Strickland. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And a nice free agent signing in Brad Boxberger. Uh, you know, I, I think yep. we're pretty, I, I, I feel somewhat confident we'll be able to make that bridge to Hater, with also the possibility of Hater being available for more than one inning. 
like he wasn't yeah. really much of this season. Yep. But with, with that being said, it's still it just still puts a little dink in our armor, and that really sucks going in the playoff. There's no there's no other way to slice it. No, that's true. But you know, one one thing that Stearns did, and I I am kind of impressed by this because it's not necessarily something that you know garnered a lot of headlines in the offseason. But again, a signing like Bachberger, who is a guy by the way that was, I think, let out of his contract in spring training just to re-sign with the Brewers, by the way. But this is a guy who who was formerly a closer. And, you know, to have that sort of veteran experience at the back end of your bullpen until until this past week, he was, you know, a guy who pitched in the seventh inning with Devin in the eighth and Josh in the ninth. But I'm very confident that a guy like Bachberg can pitch the eighth inning. I don't – I'm not actually all that worried about that. Um, I think it's just a matter of making sure that, you know, those bridge innings are covered between a starter who throws hopefully five to six, maybe seven innings and then um you know the guys who can get you to the end of the game but the other point that we haven't really talked about yet is i think that you know again this is all hands on deck this is the postseason so my guess is is that uh craig council is going to be a little bit more liberal in is uh letting the starters pitch a little bit longer uh even here in the first round um again this is all do or die stuff so i you know if if woodruff is on and he's at 105 pitches in the seventh inning i think you know most scenarios, he's going to be pulled somewhere around there, maybe at 110 pitches, something like that. I think in the postseason, if he's throwing a shutout and he's still pitching in the seventh at that number of pitches, he's going to, they're going to continue to let him throw um, in the postseason, whereas they win in the regular season. So I think we're going to see a little bit uh, of an, an extended use of our starters too. Yeah, let's definitely hope so. I mean – this is such a weird series, too. I mean, when you think about it, I, I do think that the um, uh, both the Brewers starting rotation and bullpen, when you kind of factor in how the, the bullpen is going to get revamped, I think we have the advantage in both areas. Um, but even with the Braves uh, losing uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, with this torn ACL, uh, that is still a vaunted offense. I mean, the Braves offense is still better than ours. So, I mean, in my opinion, but um, we've definitely improved as the year's gone on, but that's a great offense there in Atlanta. So we're really going to be relying on that pitching. And, and that's a great point, Scott, about coming up being out. And it feels like, you know, we should be better than this Braves team, and I believe that we are. But, I mean, it almost feels – they're missing Nakuna. It almost feels like we're missing Yelich when we're really not, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, but the old Yellage MVP form just never came back around in the second half of this year in particular. So uh, I hope he just shows back up for the playoffs. At least he'll physically be on the field. And um, just speaking to where our rotation is at going into a playoff series this year compared to last year, I mean, I remember at this time last year we were preparing to have Brent Suter start one of our playoff games against the Dodgers. So I think we're in a much better position. No offense to Brent Suter, who won, uh, I believe a team a team leading 13 games with it this year uh but uh anyway i obviously more, more wins more wins than woodruff <laughs> more wins than any of our starters actually. yeah that's crazy like uh, i think burns ended with 11 he very well could win the Cy young so but i mean the bottom line is i think we're in way better position and we're really built to win short playoff series but i mean we're really gonna have to rely on our horses um and and i know some of the guys did not finish that strongly. And that like gives me pause to get really super optimistic, but 
I'm really worrying the fact that these guys are, you know, are built for this. And not only that, but we have experience actually. But even Burns, as of rookie season, I think pitched some innings out of the bullpen in the playoffs for us. And and Woodruff's been there before. I mean, he's dueled out with Kershaw uh, and everything before. And and I know he started that the game against Scherzer. Uh, that you guys saw the wild card game two years ago and pitched very well. So, I mean, all these guys have experience and Paul has kind of been there too. I mean, this is his first year really breaking out as a starter, but I feel he's re- his innings have been kept down and he, he could really be an X factor here too. So um, I guess the main point of this podcast is also to kind of do this preview specifically with this Braves series coming up. The Brewers do have home field bands in the five game series. Their uh, first game, they're going to be this coming Friday, October 8th, uh, I think it's a 3.35 start time at American Family Field. And then the following day, I think it's a four-something start time. So they're afternoon ball games. Um, and then uh, we'll have a day off. And then we'll go out to Atlanta for games on Monday and Tuesday. And if there is a game five, it'll be back um, in Milwaukee on October 4- Thursday, October 14th. Very likely that'll be a nighttime game. And, uh, yeah, so – and Burns would probably be available to pitch that. So – Again, I really feel that we're going to get through the NLDS, but I'm not really taking the Braves for granted. They are a really solid team. They did win the NL East, even though that was the weakest division in the NL. Uh, they're definitely not to be taken taken lightly. And like you said, I think they probably had the best player on either team, even with Acuna being out with Freddie Freeman, definitely the best hitter. Um, so, but with that being said, I really feel our pitching is superior. I mean, They've got Charlie Morton probably going against Burns uh, on game one against us. Most likely their game two starter is going to be Max Freed, who I think is their best pitcher, uh, going probably against Woodruff. Uh, He's actually had 12 consecutive quality starts and and two shutouts within that. So I'm really uh, concerned, and he's their only lefty. Uh, But And then their, their third pitcher, Ian Anderson, is also a very good pitcher, but he's technically still a rookie this year. Um, and you know, Peralta, I think is better than him. So I, and then not only that, but our depth and our rotation guys that, you know, like, like we already mentioned those guys, I think is better than the Braves depth. Uh, so I don't know. I really feel like we're going to take this series and I'm going to think four or five games for sure. Oh, do you want to, do you want to nail one down? No. Like nail down a prediction or something? Like, should we We, do that? Is that a thing? Sure. I mean, for the fans, they would want that. They would want a record so that they can be like, wow, Brooks would be excited all along. If our fans really want to go back to um, check out our season predictions, by the way, um, you guys are more right than I on this. I think both you and Vince picked the Yankees versus Dodgers World Series. I picked the White Sox versus Padres World Series, so – I'm the only one who picked a team that didn't fail to even make the playoffs. So um, my, my prediction won't come true. Even though I think I did pick the white Sox to win it all. Um, however, it's okay, Craig, you got it. You got it last season. However, I do want to say that I'm going to pat my own back for this one. I did predict that before the season even started that Corbin Burns would throw a no hitter and that he would win the NL Cy Young award. And I don't know if he'll technically do either of those things, but he's coming very close to both of them. Didn't uh, who picked Otani to win an MVP? Because I think that that could be pretty close. I think that's pretty pretty good bet. That was probably me. And that could have been Scott. I don't remember. Scott, did you? Pick? Yeah. 
I don't remember, to be honest. Well, Otani's been unbelievable, but for a pretty poor Angels team, unfortunately. But, I mean, when you think of what he's done on the mound and then in the batter's box this year, has been unbelievable. I think he ended with, like, yeah. homers, eight triples, and, like, 26 steals or something ridiculous. I mean, uh, and then he's, yeah, he, I mean, threw over 100 innings and I think he had, like, nine or ten wins. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, not since Babe Ruth has been a player like that, so... Um, and not only that, but I don't even think he's reached his peak yet, to be quite honest with you, both either on the mound or on the bat. So it's pretty. I will say that uh, I forget who it was, but one of you guys really overestimated the Angels this season. <laughs> that could have been me. I don't know. Who I picked. Well, we'll have Scott just have your interns look that up, please, and we'll report it on Twitter. Yeah, they should have. Well, they should have already done it for this episode. I mean, you'd think, but. Oh, the problem is, is that we offer our interns zero dollars an hour, and the gas station across the street is offering them twenty dollars an hour now. I mean, <laughs> we can't compete. We don't have anyone who wants to intern. I'm sorry about that. Um, I do want to make my prediction as well. Believe it or not, this sounds really weird, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spin you a quick yarn. Um, so. I think that the Brewers are going to win this in five games. And with that in mind, they're going to be pushed to the absolute brink. That means it's going to be, you know, game five, obviously winner take all. I think that the team that gets pushed to the brink, they, and, and actually is able to succeed and win that series uh, to me anyway, that is, um, that's a team that's going to have all the confidence in the world moving forward. Like they're, they're just like, they're on borrowed time. I think it really could spark a team. And I think that's why it reminds me of a devastating wildcard game that Vince and I intended just a few <laughs> short years ago where, yes. uh, you know, unfortunately the birth fell just short and it, you know, obviously spurned the, the nationals to a world series win. I mean, let's face it. If they don't, if they don't come from behind and walk off the Brewers, like if they would have just won 10 to nothing, they would have never had like the confidence. They would have never had the ability to win a world series. So um, I think every Washington national should just mail their rings to the Brewers because we basically gave them to you or just throw them in a volcano. With that being said, (laughs) I think that the Milwaukee Brewers are going to be um, brought to a whole nother level after winning in five games. And I think that makes them go all the way and bring wow, I the love Milwaukee it, yeah. Brewers World Series champions. I so, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Um, that is a storyline. And if that wow. happens, if that happens, I think it would only be fair for us to like let the Nationals keep their ring and their championship from before. So, I mean, just to I be love nice. it, Scott. I think that that's awesome. I uh, so th- this is the narrative, and then obviously it. when it happens, um, you know, um, please play it for everyone so that everybody knows, and then hopefully, you know, we can, um, I don't know, get ten times the viewership. We could be up to like almost a thousand people. <laughs> That'd be great. That that is that is great. Uh, I love that storyline. Uh, I I don't I don't want to be the pessimist of the group. I'm usually not. Um, 
I, you know, I, I think that I'm, I'm going to say that we'll win this first, this first series against Atlanta. I agree. I think it's going to go five games. Um, I'll say that the Brewers win that. Unfortunately, Scott, where you and I diverge, and I really, really, really hope that I'm wrong. I think that that series could kind of be the one that that may tire the team out a little bit. You know, like spend all of our energy, and I, I'm not necessarily as confident in an NLCS. Um, so, you know, again, I, I really hope that I'm wrong. I this last week, I you know, I think the team was fine. We didn't need to win any of those games. We did what we had to do. Uh, my concern is that we lost against teams that we're likely to face, you know, whether it's the Cardinals or the Dodgers. Um, and I don't know what that does to a team's confidence. Maybe nothing, but maybe something as well. So, again, I think that we do beat the Braves. I like our chances with the starting rotation in a five best of five series. Um, I like our chances a lot in that scenario. I I don't know what that does though down the line for the for the later rounds. So. Um, but again, we're gonna fingers crossed and hope for the best. So I, but I'm looking forward to this week. I think it's gonna be a fun series against the Braves. Uh, I think both teams are really good. I think the Braves are an excellent team, really good team. Um, but I do think the Brewers are just as talented. I think the Brewers pitching is definitely better. Um, so I, I do think that the Brewers edge Atlanta. Well, interesting predictions, guys. Um, but as far as what Vince is saying, teams that we're likely to face. Dodgers or Cardinals, I, I don't see that at all. I see that we have to beat the Braves, and then we have to beat the Giants, and then we have to beat the uh, Astros to win the World Series. That's what I see. So I think the Brewers will be able. Hey, let's hope. Let's hope so. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But um, yeah, I, I think that this is a getting. I, I actually think getting by this Braves series because it's a five-game series, and the shorter the series, I think that the not always the best team necessarily will win a shorter series. Whereas when you draw it out to seven, the better teams likely to, to emerge. And I feel like the Brewers are the best team in the NL. So I'm a little bit worried that this is, we could have a hiccup in the NLDS, but I feel that our pitching will take us over the top, uh, especially with Burns. And so after, after this series, I think we're, we're going to, we're going to steam roll in, into the world series for the first time in a long time. So that'll be pretty exciting. Um, yeah. Quick, I guess, what are your predictions just for which team will emerge from, first of all, from this week's wild card games, and then also your prediction for who'll win, uh, who'll emerge from the other NLDS? And then we won't go all the way into the World Series uh, with this prediction one, but just who do you think will be the NL, NLCS, I guess, NL, the NL or the championship series for, for both? Yeah. Um, real quick. So. Scott, do you want to start off? No. <laughs> well, otherwise, otherwise, you always claim we sit thunder. Well, no. I, this is going to be a Go lot ahead, more sorry. to talk about. I just got through this long-winded story before. So. <laughs> you're talking. That's, that's where you're a Viking. You're really good. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Scott. If you don't want to jump in, I will. I'll, I'll say... I'll say that the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. At least that's what I really want to happen. I'm, you know, I know our long history with the Cardinals, and I we know you're a Cardinals fan, Vince. That's fine. We we already had that one written down. No, but I'm uh, <laughs> definitely not a Dodgers fan. So I'm 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 hoping that the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. Quite frankly, I I really don't want to face the Dodgers. I think that the Dodgers are 
by far the more talented team and have much more depth to their roster than the Cardinals do. So I would, I, you know, despite this last couple of weeks, I would love to face the Cardinals as opposed to the Dodgers uh, in any future series. So I'm, I'm definitely pulling for St. Louis over the Dodgers. So that's hundred percent for sure. Um, I think that anything can happen. So I, I don't know in a, in terms of, who would win in a Cardinals-Giants matchup? You know, the Giants have proven everybody wrong all year. So they're a very steady team. Uh, I could definitely see the, the Giants winning that series. So I, I'll pick the Giants to face the Brewers for the National League pennant. What about the American League? American League, I, uh, I think the Yankees beat the Red Sox. Um I think the Astros beat the White Sox. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Tampa and Houston. Um, I'll pick Tampa and Houston to to go to the ALCS. Is that how far we're picking this time? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Scott, yeah. do you want to go Tampa, now Houston. or Tampa, not? Tampa, Houston, Tampa, Houston Giants, Brewers. Awesome. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll go. Hang on. I think I'm almost ready. All right. I'm good. Um, okay. So here's what I would think. Um, I think that, um, the Cardinals find a ways to win close games, but having said that, um, I don't, th- I, I think the Dodgers are just too good. So I think they're moving on from there. I already said the Brewers are winning the whole thing, so I don't have to keep saying that. Well, it feels good to say it. We're going to edge out Atlanta. And uh, I think that the Giants are going to beat the Dodgers, and that is going to be a really great series. And, um, and yeah, unfortunately, um, it's going to take so much out of uh, the Giants that uh, – that close series isn't going to be enough to vault them past us. So. Mostly because they were going to be missing Brewer killer Brandon Belt. So that's an advantage for the Brewers right there. Yeah, that'd be a plus. Um, let's see. American League, Scott. I think the Yankees get past Boston and then Tampa Bay takes care of them. I'll say that Houston um, beats the White Sox. White Sox are really young and talented, but, uh, you know, they haven't been here in a while. You don't know how they're going to be able to do. So, um, yeah, I think Houston, Houston, they have a great offense. They should be able to get past them. But then I think that the Rays are going to find a way to beat Houston. And it's going to be a Brewers Rays World Series, and it is going to send a message to everyone in the rest of the league that like these teams are putting together rosters right, and they're finding these players and they're building it up, and they don't have like all the money and resources that some of these other teams have that just sometimes throw it away or even spend it frivolously. And people are going to start if the Brewers win this, 
it's going to be like it's going to be like a Moneyball two kind of scenario, or something. If there's a Brewers Rays World Series, I mean it has to be right. All right, that's what I have. All right, awesome, Scott. Um, <laughs> you went further than you were supposed to, but that's okay. I know your interns are taking notes, so um, yeah. The I just read the teleprompter, Craig. That's all I do. That's all you need. To do. <laughs> All right, for the wild card games, I'll pick the. I guess I'll be different. I'm gonna pick the Red Sox to merge, and I'm gonna pick the Cardinals to beat the Dodgers because I want that to happen. Even though I'm not a Cardinals fan, like Vince says, but um, yeah, you can appreciate history without being a diehard. <laughs> I know the the Dodgers are the one team that I don't want the Brewers to have to face at all in the postseason just because of their pitching matches ours. And then, and then their offense is way better than ours. So that concerns me, even though we have a better bullpen, it'd be a great series, but I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with that. So I'm hoping the Dodgers get knocked off uh, before we have to face them. And the cool thing about the setup and the fact that the Dodgers did not win NL West, I think is really that little crucial one game is going to what's going to really be the reason that the Brewers are able to get the world series this year, because if it was flipped around, I think there'd be problems, but the fact that the Dodgers have to get by the Cardinals and the giants, two pretty, pretty good organizations uh, before they didn't have the, the privilege to face the Brewers, the NLCS is going to prove problematic. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals knocking off the Dodgers by surprise. And then uh, them and the giants playing in the NLCS. I mean, sorry. Then the, in the NLDS, and I'll, I'll take the Giants in that one. They're 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 good somehow. Um, obviously, 107 win good. Uh, and then the obviously Brewers over the Braves uh, over in the AL. Even though I I kind of I've been wanting to see a Astros Brewers World Series that'd be awesome. So we can go down and uh, uh, visit Vince and Lena down there in Houston for a Brewers World Series game. Yeah, awesome. Unfortunately, my that's what my heart tells me, but my head's telling me that the White Sox are going to knock them off, unfortunately. And uh, so I'm going to go White Sox uh, versus Rays in the NLCS. And well, I mean, sorry, the ALCS, American League Championship yeah. Series. Uh, Rays yeah. White Sox. Um, so there's that. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about the Brewers Braves series, obviously, mostly because I feel that we have superior pitching matchups through all the games, and uh, I think that's going to prove to be pretty big. But I am concerned. I, we really need our offense to show back up because it seemed like they kind of took a large portion of the month of September off. I know we were dealing with a little bit of injuries with Adamas and with uh, Rowdy Telez, who I think is someone who could be a little bit of an X factor. We also need Yelich to bounce back in some fashion. And I think that some of those things will happen and the Brewers will be able to scratch, you know, up to about five runs a game out of the, of that series and, and, and get past the Braves. That's my prediction. So. Hey uh, guys, on that note about coming down to Houston, uh, you guys are both welcome. Uh, you have your own, bedrooms here and Scott just so you know I know you work from home you're worried about off days but we do actually have internet here at the house so you can work from here it's fine yeah so no no problem at all so there should be literally no excuses as to why you couldn't be here if it if it does happen to be an Astros Brewers World Series which would be awesome um I would expect that you'll be here so 
Well, the Brewers are going to have to do their part, and then we'll yeah. uh, we'll address it then. Okay. All right. Well, I would book a flight now. You know, Scott, on many airlines, as you book your flight, you can cancel your flight, but then keep the credits for future flights. So you don't really lose much. You can just, you know, book it and then use it as a credit later. I, I did, in case, I did buy tickets back to Milwaukee for a uh, for the World Series week. So just in case we do play, uh, we're, we're set to go. Could be interesting. Might have to work on the logistics there, but we might have a framework. Yeah, absolutely. No hotels needed, guys. Awesome. Scott, we'll even drive you around, so don't worry about that. Well, finally. When are we going (laughs) to have those cars that are just, they're going to be fully autonomous, and I can just (laughs) lay down and go to bed, and then it'll wake me up when I'm there. (laughs) There's plenty plenty of beer plenty of wine i mean you're you're like in a good spot here so you got nothing no obligations other than to show up at the game hmm. would be nice i mean i don't know i've actually i've only been in texas once and i was in an airport and it was a layover and it wasn't fun oh no i did drive through texas actually on my way back from vegas to wisconsin um i think yeah. i went through amarillo yeah and i was there really was bummed out because yeah, I saw um, I saw a Chick Fil A and I was so excited that I pulled over and ate like forty nuggets or something, and then I drove like two extra miles or something, and then um, Craig's brother Brandon, my roommate, texted me and said, "Hey, if you're there, there's a place from Man versus Food where you could do a challenge and eat like you know like a hundred ounce steak or something. I don't know." And he's like, you got to do that. And I was like, oh, I just got done eating, so there's no way. But I wouldn't have done it anyway. I don't think I could well, do that. Well, Amarillo is only like eight hours from here. But, um, you know, we could. Oh, perfect. I, I, I did go to Amarillo with Craig and minor league analyst Brandon as well. But, um, Scott, one thing I never told you is that there's a Chick-fil-A that's literally walking distance from my house. See, I have Chick-fil-A out here now. So now it's, it's no longer a novelty. But um, I do want to try Whataburger. Also walking distance from our house. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, one thing I forgot yep. to point out um, and giving Corbin Burns like kind of his accolades for what a phenomenal season he's actually had was that he actually won the NL ERA uh, title uh, with best ERA in the NL. In fact, in all baseball, he, he's got that. But uh, he's the first brewer in their 51-year history to ever – win the ERA title. So congratulations, Carmen Burns, on that. I think um, yeah. like a stock advisor or a financial advisor, we have to point out like, um, while we're saying a very, very convincing argument for Corbin Burns to win the NL Cy Young, we also have to disclose that we uh, may or may not financially benefit from <laughs> Corbin Burns winning the NL Cy Young this year. So um, just, want, <laughs> maybe, just want to throw that out there. Too. I think that covers it for our lawyers. I don't know. Our lawyer was an intern. He quit too. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Speak for yourselves, guys. I, uh, I just, I, I did not bet on that, but um, I'm glad y'all did because it's a pretty good bet at this point. And I, I, I see Vince is starting to take in the regional dialect down there in, in the South. That's awesome. 
Um, yeah, I got a te- I got a Texan girlfriend, so it ha- it happens. Yep. Um, what I was going to point out though is so. Correct me if I wait. I I have to point out something too. Actually, just really quick, Craig. I'll throw it right back to you. But do you say things like, um, "You're about as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs"? <laughs> I don't get that crazy, but. I do get made fun of the way that I say the word bag. Apparently, those of us who grew up in Wisconsin say it with a bit of a nasal intonation, and everyone laughs. If I say, like, hey, there's a shopping bag, or hey, that's the American flag, like, apparently anything that ends in AG, we say a little bit oddly in Wisconsin, according to the folks in Texas. So It's the O, um, too, like, because I'm like, I'll say Wisconsin, and people would be like, why do you use such a longer... Oh, with Wisconsin like that. Like I'm like, well, my name is Scott, so I think that's where maybe I got it from. I don't know. Yeah, but it could be. And we get no, that. But a lot. There, yeah, definitely. And there's certain things like uh never if you got if y'all do come down here to visit, never say you guys. That's a not the faux pause. Don't don't say that because they laugh at that quite a bit, I've I've discovered. So you say y'all. Like don't say, Hey, you guys wanna do something. It's like y'all wanna do something. It's definitely the thing. Are there any things like surfer lingo? Like if, I don't know, if you were like a California family or something like an Orange County family, like transplanted to Texas, would there be any thing to make fun of? I don't know. Well, usually it's their politics, but I don't want to offend Craig. Um, So we'll just leave it at that. No, I just thought it would be like, I don't know. Like, you picture, like, a valley girl speak in Texas and them being like, what? I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's actually a lot of California folks who live in Texas. They've uh, they've migrated to Texas in vast numbers. So Austin is now full of Californians. Yep. <laughs> so the know. last time a Milwaukee Brewer won a signing award was 1982. Is that correct, Vince? Uh, that is correct. So the Brewers have had two Cy Young Award winners in history. 1981 was Raleigh Fingers. 1982 was Pete Vukovic. So one interesting um, why, didn't, why didn't you ask me if it was correct? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, whenever I have a food a food related question, I, I always go with you. You know this, and, and yeah, I've never once really? answered a question about Chick Fil A, Scott. Just for the record. <laughs> All right, but um, anyway, anyway, so there's an interesting thing about Pete Vukovic you guys may not know about, but I believe one of his last starts of his Cy Young Award season was a really crucial win against the Red Sox. It was on September 20th, 1982, and this is it just shows how times have changed, either a or how long the, it's actually been since the Brewers have had a Cy Young Award winner, um, and during that game, Pete Vukovic pitched an 11-inning complete game and beat the Red Sox for his, I believe, his 18th victory of the season. Uh, so here we are where we're barely getting our starters through five innings. Uh, and Pete Vukovic, 40 years ago, was pitching 11-inning complete games. So things have definitely changed. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's why when the Brewers beat the Rays in the World Series, they're going to have to make like a money ball too. I mean, they might just call it that. It's not even that. It's just 
Um, it's more about like just looking at those stats and developing people. Like, I don't know, it's a combination. But anyway. Um, and that, that, just, that game, uh, you know who the Red Sox starting pitcher was, Craig? I do not. I could probably try to guess, but no, I don't. I mean, don't don't look it up like you did that trivia question that we posted today. But it was Pedro Martinez. No, any guesses? <laughs> any, any any guesses from either one of you? You'll definitely know him. I'll say Mark Clear. Good guess. Nope, he did not pitch that day. Not um, the Red Sox. I don't know. I can't 19. even. 82 and runs. and and to show you how pitching has changed, the Red Sox starting pitcher went a full nine that day as well. Gave up seven hits. Was it Bruce Hurst? It was not Bruce Hurst. It was Dennis Eckersley as a oh, starter. Yeah. Wow, Eck. Seven seven hits, three earned runs, struck out five, walked zero that day. Wow. Whereas Vukovic Vukovic struck out two and walked four. And uh, the Brewers had three guys that got two hits that day to lead the offense. Cecil Cooper, Gorman Thomas, and Charlie Moore each had two hits that day. Robin Yount was one for five with two strikeouts. I will I will have to point out that Vince's interns are much more sharper than yours. So I, I don't know where you're getting your pool of interns. He's got to retreat from the know. University of hey, UNLV. Yeah. Sports. We yeah, that recruits from UNLV, and uh, I we live right next to Rice University, so it's you know a couple of minutes away, which is a you know one of the top ten schools in the country. So I think that I don't know maybe the the intern programs that we offer in Texas might be a little bit better. Scott Lance Burton is an alum of Rice, right? Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah, it's it's literally right down the road from us, and the University of uh, Texas the Longhorns also have a campus in. Houston as well. So for business and a couple other things. So also right down the road. Awesome. So, well, hopefully you guys get to Milwaukee during the NLDS to attend one of these games with me, but otherwise we'll see you guys for the world series at the very minimum. Right, Scott. I'll be there, right. Craig. I will be there for sure. Yes. Uh, definitely be there. And in fact, uh, I booked it a couple days early so I could see the end of the NLCS as well. So we'll, We'll be coming up um, if the Brewers are in it. Awesome. Hey, Scott, do you want to take a trip to Atlanta to uh, see the NLDS? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Scott, the original Chick-fil-A is there in Atlanta. Yeah. Set a good record there. There's also a, gone last time. a statue of Martin Luther King Jr. also that you'd probably like to see. But anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, really pumped up about this off season. It's like kind of, kind of going there on, on a little bit of a sour note at the end of the season. With the Brewers. Friday rolls around, we're gonna be pumped up, ready for the Brewers to take on this postseason head on with their awesome pitching staff, yep. and underrated hitters. So let's do this. It sounds good, guys. Let's do it. And uh, I'm sure that we'll come at you with a, a new podcast after each division or after each round, I should say. Um, as we go forward here, Scott, if you can make some time on your schedule, we could definitely do that on ours. And, um, you know, hopefully we're celebrating some wins going forward and love to, love to knock out Atlanta. I think that'll be a good, good first round match. Guys.
It'll be fun. Awesome. All right. Stay classy, St. Louis, and go Brewers. Go Brewers. Do 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 do.